Hey, this is Matthew Labosco, author of Health to Vitality. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 349 with my new good friend and also kind of a neighbor here in South Florida, Matthew Labosco. Um, he is somebody that has quite a journey. Um, I get to, I know him a little bit more personally now, so uh, there's so much more to the story than even, what I could even dig into at the podcast. So if you want a warm introduction to Matt, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to make it, especially if you're looking to get out of the humdrum. Everybody's trying to fix you, put you on medications and whatnot. Matt wants you to have and reach vitality, and he goes over a lot of that in our 30-minute discussion here. So if you're really looking to level up your health, please break out your digital note taker, your or just pen and paper, because I have like three pages of notes. So without further ado, here's the author of Health to Vitality and my good buddy, Matthew Labosco. Let's level up. Time to shine today. Podcast Mercy Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. I got a little bit of a home cooking here. We're introduced by my good friend that lives in Chicago, uh, Deanna Quimple, and she's like, oh, you got to speak to Matt Labosco. He, he'll fire up. He'll level up your squad. And then come to find out the dude lives like three miles from me, like here in real life. So it, it's fantastic. And, you know, Matt is, is an author. He's got a new book, which I'll have a giveaway, but you have to wait till the end for that. He's an author, coach, movement specialist, and presenter. He, he Formal education includes a a degree in psychology from Rutgers and a degree from the American Institute of Alternative Medicine. He is also fellow of applied function is also a fellow of applied function functional medicine practitioner in modern applied psychology and a certified heart math personal resilience coach. So he's kind of a smarty pants, but he's also super down to earth, fun. If you're watching, he lights up the screen with that smile is. And Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. But first. What's your favorite color and why? Oh man, it's it's got to be blue. And anyone who knows me could answer that question for you because I've definitely gotten pinned as Matt. Do you have any other colored shirt besides blue? And it's like <laughs> I have shades of blue. I got shades of blue. <laughs> it brings out your handsome blue eyes, bro. And there you go. <laughs> you know what? That might be the thing. You know, <laughs> dude, I love that you went to Rutgers, man. I, I'm a huge like uh, Division One wrestling fan. I grew up wrestling, and oh, Rutgers okay. is. Uh, a place where I actually went in high school and kind of trained with those Jersey boys no and uh, just some, uh, some absolutely killers that come out of Rutgers and they're starting to win national championships and stuff like that. It's really cool. But uh, let, let's get to the origin story, man. Like, uh, and how you got into like, what intrigues me a lot is the movement specialist, which we'll dig into a little bit here. Let's get a little bit to your origins, you know, how you started and got into being this highly sought after coach. Yeah, I mean, it kind of started with movement, honestly, Scott. I, I I grew up in a medical model. My dad was a doctor. My mom was a nurse practitioner. And, you know, a lot of perks to having two parents as sure. medical physicians, right? Um, and But I suffered from – I was a three-sport athlete, was injured a, a lot, let's just say. Um, started with elbow problems, then knee um, and then elbow is really the one that really kind of sidelined me. Um, and 
I was getting a lot of surgeries. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, and it helped. Like I, I kind of limped my way through high school sports. I had to stop playing baseball because my elbow was basically trashed. Um, and I had to quit my senior year of high school soccer because my, um, my ankle was, 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 was really just hanging on by a thread. The basketball team I was on, we were competing for a state championship. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stop playing soccer so I can, you know, focus on right, basketball. Right. And, and I, I, my career ended a month short of my senior year in bas- playing basketball, 40 points shy of scoring a thousand points. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh God, you loser. Brutal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude. Horrible. Right. I, a lot of time on a couch to get through that one. Um, but uh, yeah, man. And just the only answer I was getting was surgery, medication, physical therapy, that I'm not going to say it did nothing because it, it got me to kind of the next block. Sure. But it, but what I realized was it was never, none of this was really solving the bigger problem here, which is why am I breaking down at 18 years old physically? And I'm doing everything you people tell me to do right. to a T, right. right? So like- what, I didn't. I didn't want to accept. Well, Matt, you just have bad genes. It's like, ah, it's got to be more than that, oh. man. Maybe, maybe we need to rethink the model. And so, I went all in on learning everything there was about physical rehabilitation, strength coaching. I, I studied with Olympic strength coaches. I mean, there wasn't a seminar that I didn't go more into debt to learn from these guys. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I would go anywhere. I would travel to learn. Like I was, I kind of call greatest myself, investment, though, right? It is, man. I it, yeah. it, it it has paid me back infinitely, right? ROI on that. You can't you can't put a number on it. But uh, I um I, I and I invested in all this time and energy and got to a place, Scott, where I was in incredible shape. And I mean, like, and I I can say this because I'm from Jersey, but I was a Jersey meathead. I mean, I was like. 210, 215, 8% body fat. I looked really good. I mm-hmm. moved a lot of weight in the gym. And I'll never forget this day. And it was actually in New York City. I was working as a trainer in, in up, uh, Upper East Side. And I was PRing. I was going for a PR on a military press. Um, and I was feeling really good, man. I put a lot of time and work into it. And I got on this, this military press. I think it was about 315 on the bar. And wow. I pressed this thing over my head. Just a lot of weight for a little guy, right? Right, right. And, and I remember pushing that thing over my head, Scott, wrapped that bad boy. And I was like, I've arrived. I finally right, right. overcome all of these injuries, all of these problems. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Wow. Took three steps away from the bench. My whole right arm went, couldn't move. Wow. Like up. literally hanging. Yeah. Okay? Excruciating pain. I had my orthopedic surgeon on speed dial at that point. So, you know, called him right <laughs> up. And I'm like, my elbow exploded. Like we need to get into search to do the second surgery. Like now, right. Make a longer story short, go into his office assessment, x-rays, you know, the whole, the whole kit and caboodle comes into the office. I'm like, all right, man, tell me what's wrong with me and tell me how we're going to fix me. Right. Uh, Matt, I don't see anything wrong with your elbow. Wow. What? Like, what are you talking about? Right. I, I I don't know what it was about that moment, Scott, but right. it was the moment that changed my whole life because it was the moment that I realized, wait a minute, maybe these guys don't have all the answers and how unfair it is for me to expect them to have all the answers about something so infinitely complex like the human body. Right. right? right. 
And so that's when I started my deep dive. And I questioned every fundamental truth out there about health, but it started with why are we doing this to rehabilitate people? Why are we doing leg curls to strengthen people's hamstrings? Why are we doing this mo- movement where you put a bar on your back and go up and down? And and if people said, well, to get stronger, stronger for what? And what do you mean by strength? And if, right. and I'm going to do yoga because I'm going to be flexible. Well, flexible for what? Like I, I became the really annoying person in the seminar. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Because I would ask why at least 80 times and, and something I, I say, like, be my five-year-old, right? And ask why 400 times. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I realized, Scott, two things. The underlying health model um, doesn't, isn't anchored to principles that will create vitality. And what do I mm. mean by vitality? Vitality to me is the ability to live your best life and drop, get every last drop of life out of life, exuberant energy, exuberant. Like I want that health model. Health is defined as the absence of illness and disease. So everything we're doing in the health models to prevent illness and disease. And it's measured that way. How do you measure if you're healthy? Well, I don't see you have any diseases. Right. I, I see your blood work is is doesn't Thank have any red this, flags man. on it yeah right right and it's right. like well wait a minute and so really dove into that and you know i can get into what i found if you'd like but like that's where i started my journey and, I, and it started with the physical body because that's where right. my body was breaking down and then i did the same like question everything about nutrition like why sure. are we telling people to eat salads why are salads healthy? Why is vegetables healthy? Why are we doing this? What tell me why? And don't give me, well, because it's healthy. Yeah. I ask yeah. people all the time, why are you eating salad? Well, I don't know, roughage, healthy. I think it's, you know, I yeah. Right. right. That wasn't good enough for me. And then I did the same thing with mental, the mental health and, and did a really deep dive into a personal development company that I helped build for eight years. Hmm. Um, and I got deep into this organization. And what I found was the things and the frameworks that we were teaching people, I felt was creating dependence on us. Mm. It wasn't empowering them. Okay. And when I started to get into the psychology and the physiology and how we're wired, the neurology and neuroscience has exploded in the last 15, 20 years. Right. Right. I realized a lot of the common, we'll call it health, healthy mindsets actually pin you against yourself. Right. Oh, absolutely. Means- which makes you work on yourself forever, which is very convenient for some of these businesses. Sure. Yeah, it's a, there's no, I'm not going to say an end game because they're, we're always progressing, evolving or digressing and, and falling through. But I, I love that you, you really mentioned movement. Are you, uh, I'm just kind of throwing a guy's name out, Ido Porto. Do you, you know uh-huh. him with the, sure. the movement? I mean, I learned a lot from that to help my jits game, my jujitsu game uh, with movement. Because again, I was that meathead. I'm 6'1", I'm 260. I'm pretty well put together, 34 inch waist. I'm still, I'm 50 years old and I still get after it. But I was in the gym, like like being a meathead while I was in in 6 a.m. in the mornings, I'm on the mats, you know? And uh, and there's killers here in South Florida and in jujitsu world. And, you know, I was just getting just owned by people because my movement was just, you know, just not there. and you know, I kind of follow a little bit of the Edo and trust me after today, I'm going to probably be picking your brain a little bit, especially since you're so local, but it's like, I'm more 
functional. Like I do everything now for functionality. What I eat, what I move. I have a serious morning program with rebounding on a, on a trampoline to flush the lymph system out. And I have a pit bull that just loves to walk, you know, behind Gardens Mall here, you know, every morning. So I'm always moving before I, I put anything. I love that that you brought bring it up for like asking yourself why do you do it. Yeah, yeah. that that's fantastic. And, and speaking of that. Do you coach people one-on-one or more in a group setting? Both. I mean, okay. I, I I work with people at a very high level. I don't have a ton of one-on-one clients no, sure. because I put so much time into yeah. each person, but most of my stuff is online, but absolutely I work with people one-on-one. Okay. So let, let's go there. You're in a discovery period, you know, um, and you're, you're having that conversation. Is there any secret sauce, if you don't mind sharing, Matt, that helps them maybe find or recognize or identify their blind spots? As far as movement? Sure. And or just, just say health, man. Like you're really wanting to get them in line with who yeah. they feel that they, they want to be. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> a few things that I sure. would say is we have to train. I, to me, you have to train, change the, the outcome. Like what are we trying to accomplish? Sure. Um, I feel like when someone comes to me and asks me, Hey, Mac, can you help me lose weight? Can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? Um, the question I'll always encourage them to, to ask themselves is why like, <laughs> I was just gonna, I hate using why in coaching conversations, <laughs> right? Cause I never use, I, I make it a point because why is so judgmental, but when you're in that discovery period, your why is everything right. It and is man. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of times we're, we're, we're focusing on getting to a destination because we perceive it's going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Right. But if we actually name what X, Y, and Z is, a lot of times we'll realize that that's not the way, that's not the direction to get there. Like mm. the, it's, it's, it's going to, it's going to look differently. And I think because of the health model and the way that we're all conditioned side of health, more often than not, people are focused on on eliminating the pain or um, how do I not be stressed? How do right. I, you know, how do I make sure this doesn't happen? Right. And right. we know this is very, very basic. Yeah. And so I think like that's usually the first little calibration I'll make with people is to just get them to get out of survival mode and to slow down. Because when usually people come to coaches, Scott, right, when there's a problem sure, and sure. and they're kind of in this a little bit of a can be a little bit in this. Oh, my God, I need you to help me with this. I need you to help me with that. And and so I think one of the best things we can do in that moment is slow down. And I call it get to 20,000 feet. Um, I think of a, a Black Hawk, uh, a Black Hawk helicopter analogy. Right. Sure. I feel like. You know, Black Hawk helicopters are designed to kind of float above the territory, right? Sure. Assess the situation. And if there's a situation, they drop down, but they got to get out fast. Right. Because if they stay down there, man, Ooh. you can get lost down there. Yeah. And so usually when people come to us as coaches, they're down there. And the only thing they see is this, what's happening in their space right, right. there. And there's a there's a purpose and a point to that. The stress response does that. It makes us high focused on what's happening in the moment, but it doesn't create the bigger context of wait a minute. Understand that we're in this one little spot here, and there's this whole terrain that we have to work with. And yes, I understand you want to get out of this spot, but where do we ultimately want to go? Because if we can use the greater context as a guide to get out of that that spot. 
then we don't find ourselves back in that spot over and over and over and over again, right? It's wow. like if I said to you, hey, Scott, um, how do I get out of here, Scott? How do I get out of here? How do I get out of here? And I'm staring at my feet. Sarah, Matt, Scott, how do I? And you're like, but Matt, where do you want to go? I don't know. I just need to get out of here. I just need to get out of here. <laughs> like, all right, I hear you, Matt, but but where do you want to go? Because if you tell me you want to go over there, we'll start moving in that direction. And the byproduct of that is you're not here anymore. Right. Right. And so it's the classic, it's the classic, you know, don't think of pink elephants, right? <laughs> what are you going to think about? You're right. going to think about them, right? right? Right. It's like, hey, here's the secret to never being stressed again, guys. Just don't think about monkeys. <laughs> okay, so just just re- just remember <laughs> for the rest of the day today to not think about monkeys, and you won't be stressed. You Love will be it. dreaming about monkeys. It's awesome. So <laughs> that that three great analogies all in there with the Blackhawk, the monkey, uh, and 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 it's funny, you know, our creators are made us pretty much the only living species that can look up. You know what I'm saying? Every every other. Uh, created species they're looking down and stuff and that's why you know and i take to that with my coaching clients you know i, re- I re- remind them of that is that they can always level up move up because we're built that way to be able to do it and with that being said when you're starting that discovery conversation um a little bit is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do hmm it's a good question um question that they would ask me that they don't that they don't ask me um god i don't know if i i i could pin down one no it's it's fine me um, i'm a i'm two things you know i'm like you i'm a sports nut and i'm a big believer in lineage like you know bill parcells is coaching tree below him right i mean they're all studs for the yes. most part but i want to know their lineage and like how they got there and also what their why dude like mm-hmm. i want to know my coaches why well, i got five coaches and i want to know and i did deep with their why that's how i really push people that if you're going to work with somebody to, to ask the coach their why as well. No, but it, it's a, it's a question that I don't ask. Oh, you mean a question that up. they would ask me about yeah. me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got you. I yeah. Got but you. they never do. So oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> have you seen the movie back to the future? Of course. Man. Okay. It's been a few years, but <laughs> they, like, can I ask your age? Really? I'm uh 44. Okay. So we're in the same realm. I'm 50 or 44. Beautiful. So, Let's go back to the the, the double deuce, the 20-year-old. Like getting that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the 22-year-old, the <laughs> Matt. What kind of knowledge? It's not so much to change anything, because your journey is pretty freaking awesome, but to maybe help him shorten the learning curve, level up and blast through, maybe just a little bit quicker. Yeah, I mean, I think there is one thing that I would tell him, and it's to trust himself. Mm-hmm. If I was to tell him one thing, it what I loved about that 20 year old version of me is I was relentless and not willing to settle. Um, I think I would have uh, maybe, you know, uh, like you said, it might've been a little more efficient journey (laughs) if I trusted myself a little bit. And to me, that all comes back to how connected we are to ourselves. Right. Um, And obviously there's a lot of reasons why we can be disconnected, but um, I think, what I've learned, especially over the even recently, that the importance of trusting oneself, um, not because trusting yourself is always going to be the quote unquote right thing to do. Sure. But when you have that internal compass whispering at you at times, intuition, whatever you want to call that 
consciousness. There's a lot of words for it. Some people call it the divine consciousness, your soul, your intuition, Intuition, lots of words for it. Right. Right. But sometimes it whispers, sometimes it screams. Right. And I think when, when, if I was to say what's so important for that 20 year old was to, to put a little bit more weight on the whispers and definitely. Oh my gosh, dude. Don't, don't ignore the screams. (laughs) Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Cause a lot of times those whispers have so much knowledge that it wants to pass on to you. But, but you, you can't even comprehend it at the right. time. Right. In, in our brains, when until we're 25, physiologically are still exactly. kind of mush. Yeah. Right. And then you get until that's it. That man, that I've never heard that. that. That's that's fantastic. Put weight on the whispers, but don't ignore the, the screams as well. That, that's beautiful, brother. So what do you feel? Now let, let's go this route. How does Matt want his dash remember? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and your death date. Hopefully it's Years down the road, bro. But how do you want your dash remember? Man, I'd love to feel like I played one small little uh, um, role in nudging the trajectory of, <laughs> you know, the community, the consciousness of people. Like, and 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 when I say like nudging it towards being more connected to ourselves and each other. Like, wow. I, I just feel like if, if there is a problem in the world right now is that we are disconnected from ourselves. So therefore we're disconnected to each other and right. therefore disconnected to the planet. Right. Like when you look at how we treat each other and how yeah, we treat yeah. creation and the universe and the world, the only explanation for that is we're disconnected from ourselves. Right. And so you can't be connected to another human if you're not connected to yourself. it's the cliche and cliches are cliches because they work and they're true but like you gotta love yourself but they can be bastardized sure you You know you gotta love yourself before you can really give that love to somebody else and build that solid community i love that you're saying start inward and let it shine outward That, that that's fantastic so what do you feel matt people might misunderstand the most about you about about me about or Matt about... yeah about Matt oh um what do they misunderstand about me um maybe oh, what do they misunderstand about me I don't know man I think I'm pretty pretty raw with people <laughs> and pretty authentic yeah. um if if anything maybe people can think I'm a little um maybe too honest at times a little jersey Little a abrasive. Little, little Jersey. People, <laughs> sure. I love it. Man. It's funny Jersey. when I moved down here, brother, about <laughs> nine years ago. And, you know, my whole, I'm from Michigan. So my whole squad, they go the boring side of the state. Hey, the West congratulations, Coast, right? by the way. <laughs> Boy, oh, yeah. I'm not a Michigan. I'm a Sparty. So I oh, guess. I'm sorry. Never mind. Right. But, uh, but no, on the, <laughs> on the East Coast, you get a lot of the I 95 corridor. You have the Jersey, Boston, Philly. And I'm a, a I'm a big dude and I love to hug. I try to diffuse all his, he a bully or is he a nice guy with a hug, bro? Like these people from the East Coast are looking at me like, get out of here, dude. Like, Uh and I started thinking, I did a deep dive, which you said a lot, right? I did a deep dive into why. And a lot of the people on the East Coast, they live on top of each other. All they want is their space. Mm -hmm. Once I learned that, bro, 
I have best friends from Jersey, Brooklyn, Boston. Now they would probably die for me. It's because I'm just so full of love and I love to show love. But I appreciate you being transparent with that because, you know, I can be the same way where I can be a little abrasive at times. Yeah. They mistake it or that I might have everything all together. Like, dude, I'm so far from that. Right? Yeah, I try my so. best to make sure people are clear <laughs> that I don't. And I always say to people, if you have any fantasies about me, just call my wife. She'll set you straight. <laughs> hey, so anything, if anything, does anything keep you up at night? Oh, man. I mean, what can keep me up at night? I mean, I will talk about what's been keeping me up at night recently, to be mm -hmm. completely honest with you. Sure, is when I'm putting together my courses, when I'm when I'm, you know, serving my community. I, I mean, this has been something that's been really, really there for me lately is am I really serving people in a way that's that's changing the trajectory at mm. a at a at a at a we'll call it a causative level or am oh. i just you know treating symptoms here because it's more convenient for my business bro that is so freaking transparent i i, I mean I, that's where it, that's where i've been lately bro like and i'm just like to, and there's part of me times at scott where i'm like man I, I there's a part of me that i'm like man i don't even know if i want to be in this game anymore because right. i'm really not sure right because the deeper you go into a space the less you realize you know like right like, like I, I i am i mean i'm not the first one to figure this out obviously right. but the more you learn, the more you realize you have no clue what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that it's, it's so honest, man. And, and that's why I don't do group coaching. That, that's my reason. I'm a one-on-one -on -one guy. I'm blessed to have professional athletes, actors, actors, blah, blah, blah. But I was also started my coaching journey with pro bono, pro bono, pro bono to get up there. But I just feel that I can't give all of me to a group. That's just my feeling. But you have like more of an umbrella with the movement and stuff like that. And I understand how you can really me. I'm just, you know, I have my hour of power. We level up and, and we transform. So you, your honesty, it just, it just blows me out of the water, bro. So how about what is Matt's definition of a life well lived? I left it all on the table, man. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, Dude. I, I didn't settle. I, I went for it. I mean, I, I'll never forget listening to this Tim Ferriss podcast where this guy, he was interviewing, this is I mean, it's probably 10, 15 years ago. And he was, the guy's called, I can't remember the guy's name, but um, he was basically the, somebody who interviewed all these people at the end of their life, you know, and they were all very quote unquote successful people sure. and talked about what they were thinking about at the end of their life. And the one thing that literally stopped me as I'm sitting in LA traffic for a change on that day and the guy was like the thing that 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 most people that i found they they regretted the most that was most hurtful for them was there was a part of them that knew they didn't go for it they didn't yeah. live the life that they were here to live yeah um they 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 settled first the easier path or the path that they were told they were supposed to take or right. the varieties of what that can look like and so i remember that day and I remember saying to myself, I will not be at my end of my life. I don't give a shit if I'm living on a box under a bridge. Right. If I if I know I went for it and I stayed true to that voice in my head and right. I went all in on that, I'm good, man. Like, yeah. I'm good. Me too, brother. Care. You're just leaving it all out there, like you said, man. That's that's the essence of like a lot of those people that you just you know talked about, they they feel like, oh, I'll always have time to do that and it's just dude i'm 50 years old and it was a blink dude 
You know what I'm saying? And it's like, wow. And I got so much more I want to do while people still take me seriously. Cause like you and I are in like kind of the silverback ages where people look at us and go, dude, they see a little gray. They see you look successful. They listen to you. But once you like 65, you're freaking old to a lot of these people. Right. So the next 15 years, dude, that's all we got Scott. No, like, uh, no, I'll, I'll keep going (laughs) without a doubt. But for the next 15 years, when I feel that people are really taking you seriously, you know, um, there's so much I want to do. That's what keeps me up, you know, and that's how you and I are like brothers from different mothers, man. This is awesome. So (laughs) time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. We are back and Matt, we're going to hook up in the next couple of weeks, dude, and, and chat about a few of these questions face to face. And we'll talk about 15, 20 minutes, an hour. But today, you got five seconds with no explanations, and they can all be answered that way. You ready to level up? Let's do it. All right, Matt. Matt, what is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Trust yourself. Yeah. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Deep breath every morning before I do anything else. Love it. You see me walking down the street. You're like, man, Fergie, you know, he looks a little bit like he's in his doldrums. Outside of health to vitality. What book might you hand me? Oof. Um, again, I'll just recency bias, but I'll say, um, put your ass where your heart wants it to be by Stephen Pressfield. Yes. yes. <laughs> Love just it. the title in itself is beautiful. <laughs> your most commonly used emoji when you text. Uh, I think it's just the sunglass one. <laughs> the cool one. Chest checkers or Monopoly. Ooh, chess. Nice. Go to ice cream flavor. Good old fashioned chocolate chip, man. Beautiful. Dude, you're the second interview today that said chocolate chip. I'm not even lying, bro. A dude that's out on the West Coast. Or no, he's in Boise, Idaho. He said that. I love it. There's a how about how about nicknames growing up? Bosco. That was the All right. one. So there's a sandwich called the Moscow Bosco. Build that sandwich for me. Who? All right. Well. It's going to have all of my childhood favorites on it. And nice. uh, anybody who, who's been to Rutgers, they're going to know where, where this came from, um, the, the grease trucks. Uh, it, it's going to probably have, it's going to have a burger on it, some chicken fingers, some mozzarella sticks, <laughs> mozzarella cheese, but, a little pesto. Let's let's do you it. You can throw a little man candy on there too, a little bacon, you know? Whatever, man. That. Like, we, that's an option at my at my shop. That's an option. I love it, dude. I love it. Favorite <laughs> charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Oh, without question, it's um uh I would say veterans. Nice, thank you. Uh, especially special ops. That's nice. probably where where and and honestly anything to do with the preservation of the planet oh, i love it love it love it last question you can elaborate a little bit on this one matt but what's the best decade of music 60s 70s 80s or 90s i gotta say 90s man 90s all right very cool oh, very cool 80s and 90s is my jam so i graduated <laughs> in 90 and then the 80s to me just had it's like so like you had the kind of rap with your beastie boys and Run DMC kind of coming, and you have yeah, like uh, all the big hair, don't care, glam rock, metal rock, invasions from U2, Duran Duran, <laughs> you know. But then you get in the 90s, and I was in Desert Storm, did seven tours downrange, and it was like Blink 182 and Counting Crows, and it was like stuff like that. So, like, Pearl that's Jam. why I kind of Pearl yeah. Jam, dude. All yeah. the and the hip hop, I was a yeah, big exactly. hip hop guy, but love yeah, it. I, I, I love it, love it that's all. Cool. But I love music, man. I could, I can. 
I can play in every single genre you just said. Love it. Love it. So let's get your book, man. Health to Vitality. Let's uh, tell us a little bit, you know, about it without giving too much away. Because yeah. we are going to have a book giveaway at the end. And we're going to call if anybody that puts Moscow Bosco in any of <laughs> our uh, social. I don't care if it's Pinterest, TikTok, LinkedIn, <laughs> wherever. We'll get a signed copy, personally signed to you on Time to Shine Today's uh, Dime. Uh, and we'll mail it out to you. But let's get to the book there, uh, Matthew. And, and what kind of pushed you to write it and, and what can... Uh, readers look to find out. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it actually started, to be honest with you, it was the beginning of this year, I just started writing to just kind of get my head straight. I was I was doing a version of what I call getting to 20,000 feet, uh, because I went through a pretty tr- big transition, leaving that personal development company actually was what the big transition was and lost sure. about 90% of my income. Mm. That was a big transition, especially as we were buying our house, by the way, um, for another time, Scott. Uh, but I just started writing and just trying to get connected back to me because I felt like I lost that connection. And uh, around April, I just it just dawned on me that that voice said it's time to write your book. And so it was basically what is it six or seven months ago I started to write this thing, and it was it's really a distillation of my last twenty year journey of breaking down the health model and kind of I would say exposing the, the the limitations and flaws in it. Not to say it's all bad, not to say that it's not useful, because it clearly is. Sure, sure. Um, and then creating what I call the vitality paradigm. It's a completely new set of rules uh, uh, to engage with life and a new way to measure vitality. Um, and so my thing is stop trying to be healthy, start creating vitality. And so this book kind of lays out a, a template, a guideline to get started with that. Um, but in the movement space, like I said, the movement piece is where it started, the nutrition space, and then the, the mindset space. And so it's a compilation of all those things. Is it kind of autobiographical or is it kind of a hero's journey or, or what kind of are we it, it, here? It's definitely my story is kind of the thread through the book. Um, yeah. But there's a ton of um, there's a ton. Of, there's a lot of info in this book. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, but it also, it gives you very specific, concrete things that you can use depending on, you know, which space you're looking to level up in sure. and try these principles, uh, and execute on them and, and, you know, see for yourself. So, but yes, my story is the thread, but it's, my story is here to, to, you know, share these yeah. ideas and principles with people and a ton of case studies, a ton of, cause I've worked with thousands of people at this point over the last 20 sure. years. So, yeah. so I, I mean, I probably eliminated 10 case studies. Uh, so also some real good practical stuff that I think a lot of people would see themselves in. I love it. I love it. And I can't wait to literally dig into it because there's certain parts of me that I know that I can pick up a knowledge nugget here and there that I can add to my arsenal because my story is a little bit similar to yours as well. You know, I was an arrogant guy printing money in the real estate market in the early 2000s, you know, kind of literally lost everything. Yeah. And uh and, and rebuilt it back through service um and intention. So do me one last solid, Matt, and leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us, internalize and take action on. Um uh, again, I I I I'm gonna say the if you're looking to level up in anything in your life, I think the best first step is to slow down a little bit and and really just take a breath, slow down, assess. And then charge forward. But I think that pause 
is so important um, because I think when we get, and I can speak for myself, when I get excited about change, sometimes I sprint in a direction and then realize I, if I would have just taken one second, I might've changed the trajectory of the sprint sometimes a little bit, a little yeah. bit and yeah. in other times, whoa, I would have really yeah. sprinted in another direction here. Wow. Uh, in, in squad, talk about like some of it is highly sought after um, and, and just really giving us a free masterclass. My good friend, Matthew Labosco here, you know, you know, he, he is a, a sporty guy and his health was getting trashed and all he was hearing is surgery, medicine, physical therapy, but none of them was really solving the root problem. So he started questioning everything, you know, and, and, and what do you say? Kind of like his five-year-old self, like his five-year-old son or, or whatnot. It's going to question everything, you know, because he, you know, underlying health model is not anchored to principle. You know, that's what we have right now with, you know, especially when it was like carbohydrates, proteins, fats, stuff like that stuff. Everybody works differently. And how you're going to feel, and, you know, Matt says, you know, asking people, why do you eat the salad? Why do you eat this? Why do you eat that? And the frameworks that kind of come out of that cause dependence on it, which will not help you level up or or anything. You know, he, he talked about, I love that you said Blackhawk, because, you know, I was in Somalia, which people didn't know my story, 93, with the whole movie that was made around it. But it's true. They get in and out. And look at that 20,000-foot view with this helicopter analogy. And he will help you calibrate to get out of survival mode, into thrival mode, if that's a word, but I'm using it today anyways. It is. You know, and he also wants to remind us to trust yourself, to be relentless. Don't settle. Put weight on those whispers. And if you get stuck, like my good friend Leah Woodford would say, get your asking gear. Ask. There's people out there that can help you, you know, level up and and pull, you know, move forward. He wants to be someone that played a small role in nudging the trajectory of the community and the consciousness of the people to really be more connected to yourself first and to be outwardly connected. He wants you to start from the inside, worked out. He will be remembered as somebody that really slid across home plate for a sports metaphor, bumped, bruised, but he knows he left the world in a better place. You know, he's planting trees that he's probably never going to sit in the shade of. And I just believe that my guy, Matt, here is somebody that does it for the intention, not the attention. You know, he's writing a book with case studies and something, not so much for himself and to look at me, look at me. He's using other people's work to level himself up and to level you up. You know, and he lastly, he says, stop trying to be healthy and seek vitality. And in his book, he'll get you there with that. And if you want to have a warm conversation with Matt, I'm sure I can help set that up. He levels up his health. He levels up his wealth. He's humble, yet he's hungry. He's earned his varsity squad letter here at Time to Shine today. Brother, thank you so much for coming out. I absolutely love your guts. I can't wait to meet in person, brother. I am so happy we did this, and I can't wait to meet you, Scott, in in three dimensions. That's right. We'll chat soon, brother. Thanks, Scott. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast, probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. 
Also there you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.